Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for the 29th of November, coming down to the end of the calendar on the month of November. We'll turn the page to December, but not after the Flyers take on the New York Islanders once again tonight. Flyers riding this 0-7-3, 10-game winless skid. Some calling cards perhaps at the end of that other game. You'll hear from John Tortorella saying, I don't know if there's calling cards there or what that is, but that's a part of the game, and everybody gets kind of crazy about it when those physical altercations happen in hockey now because we see less of it. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. You know, one of the things is sometimes you make a clean, open ice hit. Now you have to answer for that. I always thought that was strange that players had to answer for a clean hit on an opposition player, especially when it's on what is deemed to be a skilled player from the opposition. But uh, it is the Flyers and the Islanders tonight. We kind of downloaded you on the Islanders the other day. Big, heavy team. Flyers played them tough through two periods in that game. Really outplayed them in the second, in the first of this home-and-home. And then ultimately in the third period, 23 seconds undid the Flyers. Uh, got down two and then ultimately lost the game 5-2. to two. So it'll be the Flyers and the Islanders tonight. And the Flyers will be looking to bounce back. Probably going to be Carter Hart versus Ilya Sorokin. So a good goaltending matchup. We'll see if Tony D'Angelo is able to go. And, uh, you know, almost hoping that Cam Atkinson could go tonight. Um, you're going to hear from John Tortorella. Atkinson's not going to go tonight. But you get the sense that he is knocking on the door. If Tony D'Angelo is able to go, a D is going to come out because Zamula is going in the lineup. Igor Zamula has been recalled because they put Travis Konechny on the injured reserve list retroactive back to the start of his injury and his missed time to create that roster spot for Igor Zamula. And he's going in. Uh, so if D'Angelo can go, who comes out? Is it going to be Justin Braun that comes out? Is it going to be, I doubt it'll be Nick Sealer that comes out. I don't think it'll be Travis Sanheim. I think that the two options are probably Rasmus Ristolainen and Justin Braun to come out of the lineup to make way for Igor Zamula. And one of the things Torts talks about, and you'll hear from him, and what I thought was a fascinating 16-minute media session full of very useful information amidst the 10-game winless skid, is that it's time to start developing another young guy on that blue line. And, you know, Torts points to the future quite a bit in this availability, talking about the guys that are going to be here when this thing is turned around. You know, one of the notions about Torts is, and I see a lot of this on social media, is that he didn't know what he was getting himself into. And you know, I see a lot of people say, wouldn't it be a real kicker if he just retired because this is not what he was, he thought he was signing up for? I think Torts knew pretty much exactly what he was signing up for. And Torts, he... I think he enjoys this part of the process of building his team brick by brick. And that's literally what they're doing right now, assessing which bricks are already here, which bricks are here but aren't going to be here to build his team going forward as permanent bricks, and then what bricks he needs. And, you know, we talk to him every game, the broadcasters, before the game, and we've talked about teaching and video. And he, he has said that he's shown more video this year in the first quarter of a season than he's ever done in his career. Now, he says players in the league right now are not as, well, I'll use the word he used, dumb. You know, it's a, he said it on, I think it was TSN the other day, you know, we have a young, dumb league. 
with the flat cap, a lot of younger players are playing in this league and are not as structured in their play. And there's more teaching to be done. But he enjoys the teaching element of it. I think he loves the teaching element of it because he can mold players from a lump of clay into what he wants to make them. And so they can play how he deems is the, to use Larry Brown, the ex-Sixer coach, the right way to play. So that notion that Torts didn't know what he was getting into, I think is way, way overstated. He also talks about a hate list, and we'll talk about that uh, after you hear from the Flyers head coach. So here he is, uh, John Tortorella meeting with the assembled media yesterday after a very rare of late practice day in a very interesting media session. John, I guess to kick things off, uh, Terry D'Angelo wasn't on the ice. you have an update on his status? Uh, just banged up, yeah. Would you expect him to play tomorrow? I think so, yes. Cam says that uh, he won't, wouldn't rule out the possibility of playing tomorrow. Uh, can you address that a little Cam further? won't be playing tomorrow. He won't be? No. With regards to Cam, you know, obviously I'm sure you're thrilled to see him back out there, but how much do you think he needs in terms of conditioning? Uh, he'll be fine. He's been skating, and, uh, you know, I'm not a – I think the best type of conditioning you get is within games. So I think you get into quicker shape that way. So he's been doing a lot of work off the ice, a lot of work on the ice, but not so much with his hands and all that. But So he's – all of them, uh, TK, James, all those guys have been doing a lot of skating. So I don't think it will be a problem. Well, Cam's a great pro, uh, an important player to this organization, and uh, just to get some different blood in the lineup, a, a quality National Hockey Leaguer, uh, would be a big boost for us. His energy seems to kind of be infectious at times. He, he really got into it with Risto during practice. Was it good to see him really go at it? Yeah, he's, you know, I always use the best compliment I can give a guy is call him a hockey player. He just loves playing, and it's been killing him not to. Um, you know, he sees us going down this road, and uh, he, he, I've known him for so long now, uh, he wants to make a difference every time he's on the ice. So uh, when and when that time happens, it's going to be a big boost to our team. You guys haven't practiced in 10 days or so since November 18th. What was your primary goal, just of what you wanted to get up today's practice? Yeah, some flow to it to move the blood, uh, uh, some one-on-one -on -one stuff, uh, uh, just, just just to get a, uh, uh, a good movement of all things, of puck movement, of battles, of, of their legs, uh, pretty much everything. During this, uh, this run, you know, obviously you've been shaking up the forward groups a lot, trying to find combinations that work, but you've mostly kept the defense together. Has there been thought on your side to, you know, obviously Igor was back, I think, in large part because you guys are finally practicing, mm -hmm. but to, to bring up and play some of the younger guys yes. in favor of, you know, Guys yes. like Braun and Sealer. Yeah, Z's, Z's going to play no matter what. I'm not sure who comes out. Uh, if Tony can play, uh, someone's coming out. If Tony can't play, Z's in no matter what. So, uh, yeah, it, it is. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it's one of our conversations I've had with Chuck. Is I, I I think we need to bring another kid in to start developing. Uh, Z's the guy right now, so he'll play tomorrow. John, was it? plan to push them as hard as you did in terms of skating today? Today. Today in practice, they skated a lot, especially the, the laps and stuff. Was that planned or yep. was that? Yeah. Yes. 
And what was behind that plan? Why did you want to push them as hard as Just you to move the blood. Okay. Yeah, just to move the blood. John, I'm, I'm curious, how has your relationship grown during this tough stretch with management, with guys that you're working with? Uh, they've obviously gone through a stretch like this last season. Mm -hmm. It's the first time for you. So I'm curious as how your relationship has grown with management. During oh, this yeah. Season. We're, it, it, and we could be winning 10 in a row. Uh, it, it'd be the same thing. Chuck and I, uh, Flairzy, Danny Briere, uh, is someone that I, I think has a brilliant mind that, that I like talking hockey with. We're always communicating uh, as far as what the team looks like, certain situations, uh, uh, wh what's going on down in the minors as far as the kids. So it's a constant communication, and it's not whether you're winning winning 10 or losing 10. It, it's just a, that's a daily event for us as far as communicating. John, you, um, you bumped up uh, Lucas Sedlak to the second line center and Hayes today. What have you seen from him since he was claimed? I know you said originally you needed to see if his skating legs were there. You said they were, but what what have you seen from him? Yeah, well, his legs are there. I mean, you can see he can still he can still get to pucks. He can still get into areas. Um, you know, he's a. I didn't think I'd be playing him 17 minutes, uh, uh, but it's kind of the, what I did with the lines there. I, I don't think there's any. Uh, when I put the lines together for the last game, and I liked them uh, as the game went on, it was basically just uh, really no first line, second, third, fourth line. It was just trying to try different people. I wanted to give Kiefer a chance on the left wing. I've tried to do that the past couple of games uh, in more of an offensive role with Frosty. Uh, I, th I think Nick has played really well. Uh, I wanted to get him out of just being a, a fourth line penalty killing guy. So as I was doing that, it just kind of balanced lines out and tried different people with uh, different situations. Kevin's on the right wing because there's been struggles with him in low coverage in our end zone. So I put him on right wing. Uh, so it all kind a number of different things come to your mind when you put them together. Sedzi ends up in the middle. I think he's given us some good minutes. Um, you know, and I'm hoping you know he scores a goal. Uh, the line scores a couple of goals. Uh, you know, he did score over there when he left the NHL. He started scoring over there in the KHL, and so hopefully, uh, you know, he feels good about that and helps him that way. We're not scoring, right? We're, we're, so I'm going to try different things. I'll start tomorrow with the same lines because I liked our, I liked our really, I liked our three periods, other than a few minutes in each of the periods. So I'm going to stick with them. You mentioned about a week ago that you were pleased with the effort, but these guys had to learn how to finish games off. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a little bit of a problem lately. Is there anything you can sort of tell, you know, address in meetings and so forth, and say we want to push the attack rather than just be trying to protect the lead at the end? Uh, we're not. We're not trying to protect the lead. In fact, I I, I differ with your opinion there. I, I we get on our heels with the two bang bang goals. We have a couple of turnovers, uh, but through most of that game, other than the first five or six minutes, through most of that game, I don't think they had a shot for like 20 minutes through the middle part of that game. We have the puck a lot. We just have not been able to create. And that is a, a function of, of, I mean, guys, it's just, it's not, I'm, I'm trying to put it the right way. There's not a lot of guys that are built that way as far as creating. A lot of those guys are out of our lineup. But as far as uh, having the puck, I was very pleased uh, w with the energy and, and that part of the game after the Pittsburgh game, coming back against the Islanders. But, you know, I watch it today, I watch it yesterday and today, and we have chances to make plays, we just don't finish. And 
we're going to keep working at it. It's all we can do. And uh, not through lack of effort, not through caring uh, or lack of caring, we just have not been able to finish a lot, a lot of offensive plays. Going back to uh, the defense court for a second, you mentioned that, that Z is going to get back in, regardless mm-hmm. whether Tony can play or he can't play. Have you seen, you know, you have kind of in a defensive court, you have your top four, you have, you have your depth guys. Have you seen more issues from the top four versus the depth guys yes. like Braun and Sealer? Yes. Is that a situation where you would consider sitting one of those top guys to send a message? Yeah, and it, it's not so much to, you know, I, I, it's not so much to send a message. It's just to put what, our, what we think our, our best guys are. And, and this goes into the thinking, Charlie, of, not just the best guys, but where it's going to be forecasted to, the the future of the team. You know what I mean? That's why I want a young guy. In, I want a young guy in the back end. I want to put another young guy back there because I think that is going to help us in the future. Uh, so it's it's what you, are you looking more short term or long term, and that shifts sometimes as the year goes on. So I'm especially in that back end. I th- I think Sani is has shown signs of coming uh, a little bit offensively, which is very important to the team. I think Risto has played better, has been more consistent with his positioning and his stick. Um you know, I, the, you know, Tony's been trying so hard and getting so much ice time. I think he's the one that's fighting it a little bit. Uh so yeah, I I again, I'm it's not I don't it's not sending messages. It's just what organizationally what we think is the best right now and you know that that changes sometimes as the year goes on so that's kind of where we're at i guess kind of as a follow-up on that though you know from the outside people might look at it and say and not saying anything negative about them as players but guys like nick and guys like justin braun you know they aren't necessarily going to be part of the future five years down the road they might say you know why are they playing over guys like zamola yes a guy like cam york legitimate that's a legitimate question, and th- that's that's where you come to. Do you do you feel the guy is going to get more opportunity to improve in the minors and playing a ton of minutes, or playing the ten or eleven minutes where they probably play here? And great question, and it's something we talk about daily. And uh, yeah, so we got we got to sort through that. And uh, Z is a guy that uh, is very interesting to us. Has a lot to learn. Uh, uh, had some major turnovers in his last few starts with us, but also sees the ice. And um, you know, those are those are the things we got to fight through. Is it is is it winning that particular game? As ugly as Bronner is at certain times and makes a ton of mistakes, he's a gamer and gets a lot of things done that people don't see. But is it best to put a 30-plus guy where you, when you're forecasting your team uh, what you're going to be in the future? Those are the things we have to juggle here as as we. In, uh, we're in this type of situation right now, where our, where our record is and where we think our team is right now. Those are questions we're asking. I've talked to Brent about like trying to balance, like not messing up their development. I guess what in your mind makes a player more suited to find that development up here, like Samola versus down there, like leaving them to get that ice time and development? It, it, it depends. It depends when you put them in uh, situations in the National Hockey League. And is it, a, is it a constant struggle for him? That's not good. Uh, uh, but can he handle some minutes? And then we have to eat some of the, the mistakes and continue to teach him at this level. But if it's, if it's just too overwhelming, that doesn't help anybody's, uh, uh, any, anybody's growth. And, and that's where we have to make decisions about letting him play 20, 25 down there 
versus playing 10 and 11 here and just full of mistakes. I don't think that is with Z. I think Z makes mistakes, but I think he handles some situations too. So those are the things we try to juggle when we're talking about development. John Proby said he's very excited to play the Islanders tomorrow because of all the physical play and the scrums at the end of the game. Uh, because of that, do you expect a carryover in the game tomorrow from what happened on Long Island? No, I, I don't know. I, I think that's part of hockey. Uh, we're we're going to play our game. I, I think that has to be part of our game. Uh, I, I don't think we're physical enough against the Islands, quite honestly. And uh, I think that needs to be a big part of our team. I think that's what we're trying to create here. Uh, but, I mean, you're talking about the stuff at the end with Tony, and uh, that's part of the game. To me, that we get so excited about that stuff. I think that's just part of the game because it just we get excited about it now because it just doesn't happen in the game anymore. Where I think it should. I think that should be part of us. So we're going to try to play the right way. I think that's the right way. John, you talk about you talk about forecasting the team in the future. I know you're not okay with losing, but can losing help you guys in the long run in terms of learning how to deal with failure? Failure? Do you believe in that? Nah, no. I, you know, it, it losing isn't good. Anytime, um, I, I think we, uh, when, when you're in the situation we're here right now, um, I, 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 I just watch how, um, I watch how our team is, I gotta be careful how I word this, um, maybe I won't even go there. You know what, you, you, when, when you're in a situation where you really have, you don't have a whole bunch of respect in this league, you got to eat that shit, you know. Don't complain about it. You got to eat it. Uh, that's part of growing. And, and so, to no one wants to lose. But when you're in the situation we're in, and it's kind of everybody expects it to happen that way, don't whine about it. Don't complain about it. Don't pretend uh, or make excuses about it. You eat it. But just remember, uh, just remember some of the things that's happened to you and happened to your team during games. And I, I already have a checklist of remembering as far as what's gone on this year, how, how certain situations have been handled. Quite honestly, through officiating, uh, you've got to earn your respect from your officials. It, it's just part of the game. And, and I love that about our game because you, you, you have to earn it. And uh, how other things have happened to other teams, how coaches put their players out at certain times. I remember things. I'm not going to complain about it now. I'm not going to fill you with the information as far as my hate list. Uh, but I have that. When the time comes and we get on the other side of it, that's when you remember that. And, and uh, I, I think that's all part of what we're going through. And, uh, and to me, it's a, it's a really important part of, of uh, how we're going to have to go through it. And uh, our, our team, I'm not sure a lot of guys understand that, uh, but, but you do. You, 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 you get what you get. That's one thing, the greatest thing about the National Hockey League, you get with you, what you deserve. And we're getting that. And uh, uh, so no complaining, no whining, no excuse making, no hoping. Uh, just remember, go out and play hard and remember some of the things that have happened. And uh, we'll get about it then. Last one. And speaking to the kind of the development, what you mentioned about moving guys on the wing center, and, you know, bringing Zimula back in, how important is that for you guys? to be able to see the situations these guys can be in and know what you have you know, with all these guys out knowing these young guys can push for those spots when they come back. Yeah, and, and I've said right along to you guys, it's the, the biggest part of developing a team, I'm not sure which one's more important, developing your guys or finding out what guys just don't belong. 
uh, and it's a both. It's both of them. So you, you need to give guys opportunities uh, and, and see how guys grow. Then, but then you have to make decisions and uh, about what you have on your team already versus what you plan to grow. And are those guys the ones you're trying to grow? Are they are those the guys really that you want? As you found out that they've gone through these experiences, those are all things that we're going through. And so it goes both ways. We always talk about developing the young guys. Yeah, we're going to develop the young guys, but we may develop and say, you know what? It's not exactly what we want, and you have to make decisions that way also. There he is, John Tortorella, addressing the media yesterday at Flyers Skate Zone after a practice where he worked them pretty hard, skated them pretty hard, some good compete drills in there. Cam Atkinson taking on contact. Scott Lawton was out there, so hopefully some of the cavalry has arrived and is uh, getting ready to suit up and get back out there and be able to fight alongside uh, their teammates and this team sorely needs some guys back, as, as Torch referred to it, an NHL player back. That's what Cam Atkinson would be, and a great leader and a guy that is infectious, said he's worked really hard and uh, skating and been working and pushing his body. So hopefully we can see the first of Cam Atkinson this season uh, with his former coach in Columbus, John Tortorella. So we're looking forward to that. Not tonight, but it could be very close. Hopefully Thursday against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now one of the other things Torch said – was, you know, when you're a team that's down and you've got a 10-game winless skid and, you know, how you're treated by the opposition, by referees, everything's earned in the NHL. And you have an earned respect right now. This group hasn't earned the respect of opposition. But, you know, Torts keeps all those things in his mental hard drive of, oh, this coach put out this line in this situation when he knows that we're depleted and or the game's out of hand or, you know, you keep all of those mental notes for players. It's the way other players have acted on the ice or how things they've said. And you keep a, a rolling bank of these thoughts. And you go, when it's our turn and you're falling down and we're not, I'm going to remember those things. I'm going to use them as fuel. I'm going to use them verbally and... Um, that's going to be an element of this, you know, a, a way to push ourselves to go, you know what, when this thing starts rolling downhill, moving in the right way, you're going to use that, you're going to tap into that resource of how you were in, in your eyes as a player or a coach, how you were disrespected at that time. Now, again, everything's earned. Where you are in the moment is earned. That's the thing about the league. But you keep a mental note of all of those things. Torch said he's got his hate list together. It's in order, and it's going to be built on daily. Also, one of the things that Torch said that I thought was really interesting, Charlie O'Connor asked him about you know, moving players up and down the lineup or moving them into different positions, wing or center or third line or top line or whatever it might be. And Torch said that's not sending messages. Those things uh, are happening organically to figure out where we're going, to see who can do what in what role. But it's not about sending a message. It's about seeing what guys can do in all these different situations. Again, this is this season is about finding out who's who and not just who's who when you're playing on the top line or who's who when you're playing in the middle or who's who when you're playing on the wing. It's about... Well, what are you maybe as a center? What are you as a right winger? What are you as a left winger? What are you as on your off wing? What are you as a, you know, middle pairing defenseman? Or what are you as a 
third-pairing defensemen. All those things need to be figured out, and they're all happening organically. And again, it just goes into that notion that Torts didn't know what he was getting into. He knew what he was getting into, and he's got a plan for it. He's gotten into this in every one of his coaching stops. Year one is a big, big assessment year. And hearing that press conference, I thought he pulled back the curtain and gave a ton of information. Frankly, I'm surprised he gave some of in a very detailed way. I thought that 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 press conference was incredibly enlightening. I hope you did too. Flyers and Islanders tonight. Flyers trying to end this 10-game winless gig. Can they do it tonight in the second of a home-and-home with the New York Islanders tonight at Wells Fargo Center? Well, we'll break it down tomorrow as the Flyers kick off a five-game homestand. It's the Flyers and Islanders tonight. We'll break it down tomorrow on a brand-new Flyers Daily.